Before the Rings of Power, there were the Silmarils. Before Sauron, there was his master Morgoth. Before Aragorn and Arwen, there was Beren and Luthien. Join us as we explore Tolkien and all the ages of Middle-earth with your hosts from TheOneRing.com, Jonathan Watson and Michael Grumbine. Merry Christmas, everybody. Although Merry Christmas. we are recording this before Christmas, so... But I guess that means that by this time you're listening to Christmas music, right? Exactly. Mm. When you all hear this, it will actually be the real Christmas season, which will be the week <laughs> after Christmas, two weeks after Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like summer, right? Summer starts on a day, and then you experience all of it. You don't just celebrate summer on the day of summer. You're, and then You're getting it. You're getting it. Oh, it's fantastic. All this time spent with you is, is um, changing. Rubbing off, sadly. For the better? Just don't grow a beard. No. No, I've, I'm showing I'm a, you what not my, to do. I'm a, I'm a my kids won't tale. let me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to. I've wanted to, but I'm just not allowed to. All right, everybody. Hey, we're here and we're going through more changes from the Lord of the Rings films by Peter Jackson. We're doing number 23 and 24 today. Party changes or party time. I kind of like that, right? Because we're going to, there's so many little changes to the party that we're not going to go through every single little one. Originally, I thought we were going to do that, but then Michael and I taught, um, talked and we realized that would be incredibly stupid because the amount of time we'd spend on like, hey, look, there's no tent around the party tree. And then spend like 10 minutes talking about, no, we're just going to go through the party changes and talk about how, how Peter Jackson changed that. And then we're going to talk about, though, about this one bigger change, which is the 17 years are lost. 17 years between the party and uh, Gandalf leaving and coming back and leaving and coming back. And then Bill and, and Frodo finally leaving the Shire to set out on this quest. That's 17 years in the book but it's right. no time in the in the movies. So we'll talk about that before we do. Uh, if you're enjoying this, guys, hey, give us a like, a rating, a five-star bump on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We'd appreciate that. Yeah, helps people find works. it. Our, our subscribers, the, the you know, listeners go up uh, pretty much every month, and um, and we'd like to, to get more. And it's really fun to have interactions and get you know comments on YouTube and comments on Discord and uh, emails and... Uh, all those places. And so the more folks listen to us, the, the more fun it is for us too. So yeah, throw us, throw us that five-star rating. We really Please appreciate address, it. And if you don't have five stars, address all the hate mail to me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I will carefully peruse it. Michael hates Tolkien at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you that's not taken. <laughs> You're probably right. But you never know. You never know. Um, you know what's not taken though is your membership to thewondering.com. If you want to get the extended podcast, you can become a member at thewondering.com slash members. It's four dollars a month. The first month is free, and you get to hear us talk about in more detail why Frodo wasn't celebrated uh for his birthday in the films, and maybe what was some of the reasoning around that. We'll talk more about with the 17 years and what would have happened had they kept that in the films? Because that might have been weird. Anyway, we'll talk about all that in more detail. Uh, you can join us uh, listening to that uh, by going to thewonderful.com slash members. And you, don't worry, you'll get it in your podcast. Uh, and people call them podcatchers. I, I remember that from a while back, and I still can't get that out of my head. Like, from your podcast app, you can listen to it there. You can get it in YouTube. We also uh, send out a newsletter, and we link it to in Discord every week whenever it goes up. And it always goes up early on YouTube. So check it out bowling.com slash member so michael i think uh oh hey and real fast next year we're actually gonna be going back into tolkien early in the year we're gonna be reading yay some other stories uh i'm not gonna say which one yet because it might change uh but i don't believe it's gonna be two of us i believe we'll be back to a, a full compliment our three-legged stool 
which I like yep. to say sometimes. So, um, dear old Dan, we'll be back for a little bit anyway. Dan. We'll have some more big thoughts. Once <laughs> again, we haven't had any in the last few months, so we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, everybody. All here we go. Thoughts are small. Speaking <laughs> of small thoughts, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a Hobbit party, which is full of lots of small things. Yes, because it's gonna be party time. Sam, ask Rosie for a dance. Go on. <laughs> you know the big one, big one. There's been a dragon in these parts for a thousand years. I regret to announce this is the end. That montage just kind of gives you an idea of a, a lot of the little things that were changed in the film. And in fact, one that kind of wasn't uh, looking back at it, just because I felt like I had to put it in there. And that would be, in my opinion, the fireworks. The fireworks are really close to what Tolkien wrote. The dragon, the spears going over the water with the hissing sound. Um, I think he said he says fireworks turns into birds, I want to say. And in, in here it's more right. like um, But yeah, he kept he, it really close. He has a whole paragraph describing the different fireworks. Um there's a uh it's you know i really liked actually the way the it, it makes sense if you think about it right because you have uh you have a movie and what works best in a movie is visuals and so fire mm-hmm. fireworks being mm-hmm. highly visual um and audio i guess so they they really did a good job um and there are a couple other places they did a good job so maybe we can break it down and just yeah. go through real quick the party in the film versus the party in the books and so so the part in general I, I i have to say off the top jackson did a pretty good job um and there were there are a number of uh, elements that i think you'll see that were more missing and i think would have made a fantastic addition to the movie so we could talk a little bit about that but but essentially here's the way it works in the film and i'm by the way just to be clear i'm going to say there's two elements i'm going to add at the end that were in the extended edition but we're not and we're not generally talking about the extended edition but i thought they were funny so um, in the film, it's uh, we have the element of the general merriment of and basically the party scenes themselves, and uh, it, it takes place out on the green underneath the big party tree. We lack a lot of the tents. There are some tents set up, but um, notably in the books, there's a tent over the entire tree. There's a there's a tent that's so massive it it covers the entire party tree, and that's where the private party with Bilbo's speech is had in this in the movie. He gives the speech to everybody, yeah. um, but in the books he gives the speech just to the 144 close family members. <laughs> <laughs> here's the here's the quote directly from the book about the party tree. Uh, Tolkien wrote, there was a specially large pavilion so big that the tree that grew in the field was right inside it and stood proudly near one end at the head of the chief table. So right. there were chief tables. It was much more of a, a whole setup rather than right, just... Right, right. There was a... It, it was, and by the way, the, the party in the book was an all-day affair. It, had, it covered three meals, lunch, afternoon tea, and supper. And so and in the, in the movie, it's just at night. 
Um, the movie uh, has the scene with Sam and Rosie where we're, we're given a little more tidbits about, you know, Sam's. And I think it's a whole setup for the for the arc with Sam over the books, which uh, which Tolkien uh, has almost nothing about. And Jackson wanted to put more in. Um, is it it's quite likely that Rosie was, in fact, at the party because almost everyone in Hobbiton was at the party. So that's and, and most people from the Shire, many people from the Shire, they're probably over a thousand guests total. Um maybe more. Um, and so, so anyway, we have Sam and Rosie as an addition in the films. Gandalf and his fireworks, very well done. Um, uh, he, he, he shows off his fireworks for the children at one point in the movie. And then of course there's the fireworks over the water with the dragon and the dragon, as Jonathan mentioned, is almost exactly the way it's portrayed in the book. Um, although in the book there's, it starts, the dragon starts at the lonely mountain. Like there's a firework of building up black smoke lonely mountain and then the fire the dragon comes out of the lonely mountain smoke which is pretty cool um in the in the movie uh um bilbo uh tells hobbit tales um tales from the hobbit about the trolls to children and uh jonathan didn't have a clip about that but it was in it was in the the movie edition he's telling the story and there's just some super cute kids uh hobbit kids um that are there uh it doesn't specifically say that in the book but um but Bilbo is greeting everyone all day long and he's also, and he's giving presents. So one of the things the movie left and out entirely, which I thought was, mm. was sad mm-hmm. was the Hobbit tradition of giving presents. So Bilbo actually spends basically most of the day until the separate greeting, every single guest that comes through the special white gate that they've made for the, for the party. Um, they've done, they do massive landscaping and he gives everyone a get a gift. And it says specifically that the children spent most of the afternoon just playing with their toys and the, that were gifts of which many were clearly magical. And we, in the book, we are also told that dwarves came before, well, before in the weeks before the party and brought carts of stuff, probably these magical toys and other gifts from the lonely mountain and, 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 uh, probably some of Gandalf's fireworks and stuff. Um, in the in the movie, we have uh, we have uh, the speech, which um, everything in the speech in the movie, everything is word for word from the books. Now, the book speech is longer. He says more things. But everything that is in the, that 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 uh, the movie has is in the books, including the, the famous scene with. Um, well, not the famous, but this quirky scene with uh, the patriarch of the Proudfoot clan. Um, and uh, who has his feet up on the table and set, yells a proud feet when when Bilbo yeah. is is it, which actually exactly happened as Tolkien described it in the books. So well done to Jackson on that one. Um, and then uh, um, in the movie, in the extended edition, doesn't have it in the theatrical. Um, we have him dodging the Sackville Bagginses and talking to Frodo and almost telling Frodo about the fact that he's going away. Now, what's funny about that, even though I like the extended edition in general, is that that highlights another difference with the book, because in the book, there was no, the Frodo was in on it. He knew what Bilbo was going to do. Mm-hmm. Gandalf mm-hmm. was in on it. He knew what Bilbo was going to do. So they both knew what was going to happen. And so the extended edition with Bilbo almost telling Frodo that he's going away, but not doing so while they're dodging Sackville Baggins is, um, would have never happened in the book at all. And then there's one line from the extended edition, which I found hilarious because um, it, it touched my heart, um, where um, Bilbo is greeting people um, as they enter the party, and he and he uh, makes a comment about productive brace girdles. He talks to a, a, a hobbit 
mother and says, are all these yours? My, you've been productive. Oh, that's, which, yeah. which, which I, I thought that. was hilarious because of course that reminded me of my family. Yes, we are. We, <laughs> we are, are very indeed, productive. We are indeed productive. <laughs> so other differences, um, the, the, uh, universal gift giving the mountain. Okay. The dwarves, I think I covered most of them. So three meals, um, instead of four, and then the, the party itself party within the party. That's the big deal. Is that the, where Bill give the speech and all the stuff with this, with his family happens inside of the massive tent right under the tree while the rest of Hobbiton is basically outside at the bigger party. So yeah. most of the hobbits don't actually hear his speech, just his family and relations hear his speech. Also yeah, they, hear, the, they hear about it. Uh, the other, I mean, the other additional change uh, that I, it's an addition is Marion Pippin at the party, right? Correct. Yeah, and we already true. talked about that in our yeah. one of our previous books, you know, the addition of Marion Pippin. It was, in fact, somewhat likely that they could have been there. Um, well, it's likely that Frodo's um, Brandy Buck relations were probably invited. But, of yeah. course, Pippin would have been 10 years old at that point. Um, right. So so they would not have looked the way they looked. And that, that goes to the 17-year gap as well, where Jackson just yeah. doesn't have the 17-year gap, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah. One final change, Gandalf being in on um, Bilbo's plan, um, gives the Hobbit something to talk about for years, as he says, by creating a blinding flash when Bilbo disappears. So it isn't awkward the way it is in the movie where all the hobbits are like, yeah, he literally just disappeared in front of our eyes, um, yeah. which which would be, but there's a blinding flash from Gandalf and then Bilbo's gone, which, you know, could, could um, first of all, the blame goes I, on Gandalf for that. And all, and, and he's, he's running cover for, for Bilbo in the books um, in that regard. I, I found that uh, honestly, the weirdest part of the, of all the changes made to the party. Oh, was yeah. that there was no flash. I was expecting something and for him to just disappear and for Gandalf to his face kind of goes like, like boom, almost like he's saying pow or something like that. Like his lips make this little, and it's yeah. almost like they filmed it with the idea that he was going to do something, but then decided oh, to remove it. And so that one, the first time I saw that, I was like, Oh, he was supposed to do something, but they decided not to. That was, and I can't get that out of my head. And so the idea that, he just disappears without it. I like I like the blinding flash of light because it adds a little bit more, you know, the queer things happening with with Bilbo and it's more than just even just disappearing. There's there's a little bit of magic. And uh my, that was my least favorite part of the changes to yeah. to the party. The rest of it is mostly cosmetic and the rest of it has to do with it being a cinematic, you know, and we'll talk about the 17 years that they lopped off for the film, but uh you know, you you had to you wanted to introduce the characters, their relationships, uh, as early as possible without it being, you know, overwhelming, like here's everybody, but here's, you know, here's the characters of Mary and Pippin. How do we introduce them as sort of the comic relief for the films? Well, make them the comic relief for the, for those 30 seconds. And right. Introducing the them trailer. in general, like they, yeah. like, like this is our introduction to Mary and Pippin. Exactly. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, instead of being on the road. So, right. Right. So, um, I mean, and then, you know, the, the other change is uh, that, w that we kind of lopped or, or, or stuck onto this whole idea of the party changes is how Frodo or how Bilbo leaves in the sense that he just drops the ring down. He just plops it on the floor and then Frodo comes in and, and finds it. But, but before that, uh, Bilbo just leaves. He just, he, he, he just leaves with it on the floor and doesn't hand, off it, hand it to Gandalf or anything like that, or Gandalf doesn't save it. And, and granted, I think it makes the struggle more real, because that same struggle he did have in the books uh, when it comes to, you know, he did not want to leave the, uh, it was still in his pocket, he didn't want to leave the, um, the envelope, um, 
Yeah, and, all, uh, most of that happens aside from Gandalf's reaction, where Gandalf, you know, basically says you think you probably think you're quite clever or something like that. Yeah, something that yeah, effect, yeah. which he never says in the books because, of course, in the books he's in on in on it. Instead, they discuss the blinding flash in the books, and Bill always complains about the blinding flash. Actually, unlike unlike Jonathan, so, so yeah. <clears throat> there's a um, there's I think there's a cinema like you're saying, Jonathan Jackson is trying to like put in a lot of uh, content into a few minutes, which mm-hmm. he kind of mm-hmm. has to do throughout mm-hmm. this because he's trying to get everything in, and so he uses that opportunity to show sort of the malicious or um, uh, at least you know, sort of foretelling of the, the doom element of the ring, uh, yeah. you know, just giving that sense of foreboding about the ring by having it hit the ground, like, a you know, with far greater weight than it would have. <laughs> right. And, and the whispering of the ring, which we've talked about before, and we actually like the whispering <clears throat> we, we, mm-hmm. like that's There was, so there's a lot of things happening, but the general um, conversation between Gandalf and Bilbo is exactly like it is in the book. Um, the book of course, again, has more than, than the movie does, but, yeah. but, it, but most of that element uh, most of the elements of Gandalf talking to Bilbo are exactly from the book. Yeah. I mean, even, even Bilbo drops the envelope on the floor and then yep. but Gandalf picks it up. But in the film, he decides not to pick it up because he sees the eye for a split second. And right. Doesn't, right. Know. And that, and that leads, and that actually deals with our 17 year jump, which we'll, yeah. so we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. Okay. So let's, 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 let's get into our questions then. Is it lore friendly? And I want to say this idea of, of the Shire for Jackson is the thing that he loved. I think he loved doing the Shire more than anything else. I mean, what they, they grew the, the Shire for two years, I think it was or a year and a half, something like that. They actually went to the location, built it, and then let everything grow where they needed it to grow in order to actually have a lived in set, which is, uh, which was genius, yep. which was genius and made it look good. And so this party, the introduction to the hobbits to hobbit culture, to hobbits. I mean, we had the little bit of the, you know, the, the, the prosaic introduction, but this introduction, where they're interacting, where we get to know the characters, right? It, it, you could still feel like there's, I don't know, he he certainly understood Hobbits more than any other characters, I would say, in the books, and that comes through in how it's portrayed. Right. All right, so the party, is it lore-friendly? Or the changes? We're Are the changes? Talking, yes. We're specifically talking about the changes, so right? So the changes being the party tree, the, the, the tent around the party tree, uh, some of the changes to Bilbo's uh, speech being removed with Marion Pippin there, with uh, Bilbo talking to the kids right all that sort of with with removing the um uh giving of the gifts with not having frodo's birthday there which isn't really something we talked about much but we'll talk about more in the extended podcast uh all that sort of stuff doesn't make it lore friendly i'm having a hard time with this one well so so i i what i did in this question i i mean i i'm gonna i'll tell you my answer my answer is yes it is lore friendly here's why um he's doing so that he wants to introduce the characters to us in a way um and the mary and pippin friendship with each other is a lore friendly element he's Mm -hmm. he's introducing it in a way he's inventing something to Mm -hmm. to shoehorn it in so he doesn't have to take up more screen time on the road um and so i understand why he's doing it it's not lore unfriendly it's it's um sam and rosie same thing um sam and rosie are clearly they have some sort of relationship they aren't isn't like they sam comes back and immediately gets married randomly um so so there there's going to be some attraction at least um and probably a kind of relationship that's lore friendly the dodge of the sackville baggins is is lore friendly um mm-hmm. the um uh 
you know the the various elements um slight differences in the in the now the leaving out is the biggest part that i was like okay struggling with that leaving out the birthday is that lore friendly well no that part isn't technically lore friendly technically when you miss out on on something like that it's not lore friendly but overall the changes in the party were not lore and against the lore they were they were in line with the lore of tolkien they yeah. just weren't as good as they could have been. I think, for example, having mountains of letters, showing a shot of, with mountains of letters in the post office yeah, right, at Hobbiton right. would have been awesome. Like mm -hmm. you, you could um, having uh, uh, Frodo's relationship, like Ham Hamfast Gamgee's uh, discussion in the Ivy uh, Ivy Bush in yeah. with with uh, the Miller and sit with Sandy Man and and a couple of the other Hobbits, you know, explaining how Frodo's an orphan. I thought that could have been cool if you, they had done that in extended edition, even you know a minute and a half of that. I'm telling, telling. There's a lot of things oh, right. you, they left out, um, but I don't think it's lore unfriendly. So in the end, I land on yet yeah, it yeah. was lore friendly. It wasn't. It wasn't lore unfriendly. It yeah. was just shortened. I think um, there's an easier argument to be made that when you simply leave something out, that's more lore friendly than adding something new in. Right. Right. So. Omission is more lore-friendly lore than addition. That's um, true. And, and though, you know, you could say there were letters that went out. They just didn't have time to show all the letters that went out there. You could say, you know, it, it uh, maybe just remove the parts that weren't Frodo's birthday. It didn't say they didn't. It would have been lore-unfriendly, for instance, to say explicitly, this was not Bill Frodo's birthday. Or it was a small event, right? That would have been lore-unfriendly. But they didn't even address that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with you and say it was lore-friendly. Um, and you know, some of the other changes about, you know, Mary and Pippin's age, uh, particularly Pippin, that's, I guess, lore unfriendly, but we already addressed that in another one. So I'm not, yeah, but, yeah we're, we're not talking about that specifically. We're talking about the overall. And in the end, when you have a, when yeah. we're talking about an overall subject with a number of changes, we have to make a judgment in general is, will yep. we, does it fall on the side of lore friendly more or lore more unfriendly? All right. So next one, does the change make for better cinema? Uh, I think this one's pretty easy. I, I think I think yes, it does. You don't want a, a big, giant, long extend. If I can make my Y capital here, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, introducing the characters, I think there was necessary for cinema. I don't think I think you want to know who they are right away, and yeah, that there's a relationship there. It, it creates a fellowship more immediately. Um, it bookends uh, Sam and Rosie from the beginning to the end, and. Um, and I think that's that's something that uh, is the Sam and Rosie scene in the, the the theatrical edition. I think so. It's been a long time since I've it watched. It is. Just yes. No. Okay. I I made a point because so, I only watched the extended edition, so I made a point ooh. of hunting down the theatrical edition just to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, because I want to make. I want to. So I think. Be, yeah, Sam and Rosie is in the theatrical edition. Yeah, I think um, there they could have done things that would have been made for uh, better long form television, perhaps if we we had more hours to do this. But yeah. I think for cinema, I think it worked incredibly well. And I'll go back to the, like the Shire is the best part of both the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Obviously the Hobbit, but I think even the Lord of the Rings, the Shire is the best part. No disagreement. I'm also a yes for the same reasons. All right. All right. Next one then. How much do you like the change? Now this is an interesting one. I, you know, some of the changes I, I like, if you're looking at them from a change perspective, eh, I don't actually like them that much because I would have rather them not leave out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But since it's a cinema, it's a movie. Do I like the changes? I, I don't really, I don't really <laughs> like the changes, um, but they're, but they're not, I, it's funny. It's a funny, you know, situation because we given our three questions, 
I'm going to score this one a little low as far as the changes because I think it was just missed opportunities. That's why I'm going to give it a lower score. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I still stand by my earlier answers that I don't think it's lore unfriendly. I think mm-hmm. it's fairly lore friendly, and I also think it makes for better cinema. But I don't like the changes. So, so, um, for so, me, so yeah, for me, I'm going to give it a 2.3. 2.3, wow. That is lower than I expected. Because there's so much they could have. No. Like the birthday presents thing, that would have been awesome. And like yeah. showing the kids playing with these little magical birthday gifts, that would be cool, mm-hmm. so cool. And, uh, you know, the mountains of invitations, as I mentioned before, and having three meals. Like, they could have done a cut scene where, like, show, it shows Bilbo at the front greeting people in the morning. And then it, it's, you, do, you do the time last lapse of over the afternoon where just boom, and, and, and you, know, <laughs> like you, see, you see the hobbits, like, a partying, and they keep partying, and more right. partying, and more food comes in. And then, you know, five and seconds there, and, and, like they could have Wasn't there uh, some hobbits who went back through the gate again to get a second Yes, to get a second, yeah. a second so, like, even that- round of gifts. Like I could see this, um, you know, if this were a, uh, an episodic series uh, on on TV or on streaming now, uh, where th- it ends with Frodo saying goodbye and disappearing, and then boom, then we're, we get into the next episode like that. So you can imagine to have a whole hour or forty five minutes in order to spend on Hobbiton and the party. Yeah, and, and, and you great. could do a lot of that, a lot of stuff that wasn't technically in the book, and show like what would have happened and what would have been going on during that time, um, and which would have been pretty cool. Um, so, so. Them, yeah, I, you know, um, so you know, in other words, you could have done the ham fast conversation yes. at the ivy right. bush at could the party been. where he's right. telling stories to mm. people about bilbo's like you see you could have done more book stuff and then you could have had more you could have got we could have gotten to know and dislike ted sandy man a little more we yeah. could have we, you know there could be a lot of of course in a in a in a movie series in a television series we would end up with a scouring of the shire so we want to know about the sandy man uh, uh the sandy man family etc but anyway this is all nerd stuff so <laughs> where do i want to rank this um, I'm actually going to go higher than you on this because it doesn't bother me as much as other changes. And that's part of uh, how I rank things right now is I, Got it. I think of like the the visceral reaction that I, I had to say Arwen coming and saving Aragorn. I just Oh, yeah, we haven't got there yet. You know, things like that. And so this here, sure, I didn't like that there was no bright flash when Frodo disappeared or Bilbo disappeared. Um, I didn't like that Gandalf saw the eye when he went picked up when he went to go pick up the ring. Um, but it didn't bother me like other changes did so yeah. i'm gonna go 3.1 i'm okay with it uh, i think he there's a he he performed he he showed us the shire so well that um i think you're, you're, clearly, you're being merciful on the changes all right i, I, am, I accept I, that i am i am i um as a whole I, I, and he got i mean he did so much where it was so close to what was actually written in the books with the fireworks and with bilbo's speech yep. um that i i giving him some love there too i agree all right guys let's jump into the next one guys this is the 17 years are gone he's gone hasn't he bilbo's ring keep it secret Follows the account of Isildur, High King of Gondor. Is it secret? Is it safe? Seventeen years have passed. 
in the books and in the movies, we don't know how much time. In fact, they never really say at all unless somebody has tried to figure it out. But it's a short amount of time between Gandalf leaving. I mean, it seems almost like it's overnight. Uh, I mean, there are a few. There's a couple more scenes with orcs and things like that. But um, right, I I would say it's definitely it's definitely months, but it isn't yeah. years. Yeah, um, Frodo and Sam and yeah, Mary and Pippin don't look hardly any different. They don't look any yeah. different at all. No. Um, so not enough time for them to look different. Definitely not 17 years. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, there's this whole issue of shortening, which yeah. now what's interesting about that is in a way, you know, Tolkien has actually been criticized for that, for that element quite a bit. Um, now, do you have a quote that bears upon? Yeah. It? So here's the, here's the quote that happens. So um, at, at the, at the end of the party, Gandalf has an inkling of something going on because of, you know, Frodo not leaving the ring. And, and uh, Frodo says to him, or Bilbo not leaving the ring, Frodo says to him, you're very mysterious. What are you afraid of? And, he, and Gandalf responds and says, I'm not certain, so I will say no more. I may, may be able to tell you something when I come back. I'm going off at once, so this is goodbye for the present. He got up and then he left, right? So he, he leaves relatively quickly. Although, isn't, isn't it the next day that he leaves in the books, not that night, I believe? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's and not, then he does not leave that night. And then in the book... Uh, there's like just a couple pages of information and things that go on, maybe a page and a half. Uh, but this is the line where 17 years pass, essentially. For three years after the party, he had been away, he being Gandalf here. Then he paid Frodo a brief visit, and after taking a good look at him, he went off again. During the next year or two, he had turned up fairly often, coming unexpectedly after dusk and going off without warning. He would not discuss his own business and journeys and seemed chiefly interested in small news about Frodo's health and doings. Then suddenly his visits had ceased. It was over nine years since Frodo had seen or heard of him, and he had begun to think that the wizard would never return and had given up all interest in the hobbits. But that evening, as Sam was walking home and twilight was fading, there came the once familiar tap on the study window. So that, I mean, that right there is 17 years. So we can say 17 years passed, but it's not like 17 years worth of prose passed in the Lord of the Rings. It was, it's a no. very short amount of time that we learned about 17 years of, of time. And why, and why do you think Tolkien did that? Like, why does it need to be 17 years? That's, I mean, it's just a long time, especially given the nature of everything, of the seriousness of the ring and all. Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about that in detail, about why, why, why did he need that long? Um, is I mean, 50, we are we are 50, told it's fifty thirty three is when Bill, when Frodo's when Frodo's when um hobbits become adults. Yes, fifty is their number fifty for hobbits. I don't think so, right? I don't think so. No, not that I know of. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a great answer. Do you have so, a great answer for that? No, I don't. I mean, what we find out is that there's been some goings on with Gollum. Him him trailing Gollum. There's yeah. been, of course, the scene that was shown where him he delves into the archives trying to figure out if there's mm -hmm. any clue to how to identify what which ring would be the one ring. And that's where he gets the, he finds out about the, if you put the ring in fire, then the letters appear. And so, and which 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 he then walk, goes through that scene is pretty accurate to the book in the movies when, yeah. with Gandalf and Frodo when they test the ring and see the, mm -hmm. the fire letters and everything. So... But it's not 17 years worth of stuff. And and if this is so, I mean, obviously Gandalf's doing other things, right? So there's the there's the whole fallout from the necromancer and there's other stuff that's going on. But it, I it think is here, it's very one, odd. Like here's it's a one very long amount of time. Right? 17 years. Um, 
did they did uh, Tolkien does write that Frodo started looking more well preserved, I think, as well, and like he had an uncanny youth to him that even just the proximity of 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 having the ring near him. And so when Tolkien writes, he was uh, chiefly interested in small news about Frodo's health and doings. He was probably still trying to figure out is this the, is this the ring, right? Is this the one thing? And he hadn't come to a final conclusion yet, or he was also in the midst of trying to like maybe it's best that it's in the small hands of the hobbits for now because um the 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 long arm of sauron and as as we'll eventually learn sauron is not going to reach this far because they don't expect it here you know you you're touching on something that i've wondered about for a long time which is a kind of counter it's a very countercultural thing um it's something that i've run uh, attitude that i've run into m- most of the time i've run into it in li- my life it's been with academics and you know i've run into a lot of medievalists and the time frame, Gandalf seems unconcerned about the time frame. I mean, what's funny is, of course, from the start of the um, actual adventure of the Fellowship when Frodo leaves the Shire mm-hmm. to the end of the adventure is less than a year. So you have you have yeah. 17 years of Gandalf, nothing happening, followed by a flurry of world-shaking events and adventures in all in less than a year. And so there's a it's it, there's it's very interesting because so here's the argument that i've told myself in my head canon that might work but it still does it what it basically boils down to is a, a flaw in gandalf so gandalf is an immortal like he doesn't I mean, or at least for all intents and purposes he's, he's immortal maybe maybe he isn't mm-hmm. but but uh his he, he has been around for centuries and centuries and the timeline that things work in is quite long. Like the time from the rise of Sauron to his putting himself forth as, after the, the last Alliance, him putting himself forth as the necromancer to the defeat of the necromancer. We're still talking centuries here. So mm-hmm. Gandalf is probably not feeling the urgency and he may suspect that the one mm-hmm. that's the one ring, but you know, maybe he figures it out after, after a few years, but then he's, so he, so he waits 15 years not a big deal to Gandalf, not a big deal to the elves, a very, but you know who deal. else? Yeah. To Frodo. Yeah. But you do know who else it might've been a big deal to Aragorn. Um, and he was watching him at the same time and probably seeing like, is this, is this the King? Is this who we are? That's true. So Aragorn is 70 when, uh, at Bilbo's party and he's 87 when the, mm-hmm. when the, when the ring. And so, Bill, so, so Bill, so yeah, Aragorn's running around doing things and he's, so there's a lot of things to watch from Gandalf's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think his time frame is like, we tend to have shorter time frames because our lives are so short and, and intense. But I think with Gandalf, while he can be very intense and short and take a lot of action in a brief period of time, he doesn't feel the need like an elf. He doesn't feel the need to act hastily and, you know, you know, and especially about a matter so weighty. The one thing that I I have a problem with, even my own headcanon with, is if once he does strongly suspect that it's the actual ring, him doing the test of it would should have been immediate. It should have been because at that point, once you once you you have a test after reading Isildur, you know the the archives in, in Minas Tirith, um, and coming across Isildur's. Um, journal basically about mm-hmm. what he did what he mm-hmm. discovered it's so once you have an actual test it is such a potentially dangerous object to leave 
unattended, even if it's in Hobbiton, that yeah, that 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 seems like a deep flaw. If Gandalf is like, yeah, but I got other things going on, so let me just hold off on that until I find my way back to Hobbiton. Um, so remember, he's not been waylaid by Saruman or anything yet. So so you know, yeah. there's nothing really keeping him from from the Shire if he wants to be there. So right. that's that's where I have the issue. Um, but uh, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I, it you know it, this is oddly enough this is one of the things that that never bothered me too dramatically on the films um, because you, you just don't really notice it that much in the books either. Well, it's um, narratively it's not any different, right? So you could say exactly. that seventeen years passed, but narratively, Tolkien, like you said, takes two sentences to tell you that, and then and then we're back to the story. So yeah, there's yeah. there's more changes in the lead up to uh, Frodo and and what's happening, you know, with uh, Crick Hollow and all that sort of stuff, and Mary going over there. Like all those changes are far more dramatic than an entire removal of Correct. seventeen years, which sounds kind of weird. That yeah, hey, we just removed seventeen years. I mean, it's not like what the Rings of Power does is when they remove just millennia. Uh, but uh, but but like you said, well, too, they don't with, they with, don't just remove millennia. They they take time like a piece of play doh and they like wrap yeah. it around like yeah. they they, oh they do gosh. they do stupid tricks. Yeah, but like you said, you know, Gandalf he, he spent seventeen years trying to figure this thing out. Let's not forget the Second Age of Middle Earth was like three thousand four five hundred years somewhere around there, and the Third Age was three thousand twenty one years. I want to say, 2000. yeah, yeah. Um, Bilbo's, and Bilbo's so party takes place three thousand one yeah. in the Third Age. So from the defeat of Morgoth. To the defeat of Sauron, that's like seven thousand to six thousand five hundred years we're talking about, and so seventeen yeah. years of that is, is you know a blip essentially. Um, and sure. so I'm sure Gandalf, as as the Meyer who has come to encourage and to, um, what's what is the word they use? Not encourage. He's a um, he, yeah, he, he kindles the hearts of men. And yes, so there you go. So that's a so kindle. so let's bring. So the question is: dropping off seventeen years lore friendly yeah it is because the lore drops it as well <laughs> that's my argument <laughs> you could honestly so, change it and it you wouldn't say be... like exactly Tolkien Tolkien yeah. didn't care about those 17 years either it's not like they dropped it, it yeah, Jackson didn't drop 17 years of content he yeah. he only from the only he only okay, had guys I'm sure some of you are going to look at, you know, what happened in those 17 years by going through the histories of Middle-earth and the appendices here, but we're talking explicitly explicitly what was in the Lord of the Rings. The narrative book. of the story, not the appendices. The narrative of the story, right. Yep. All right, so yes, we, we both think it's lore-friendly. All right, does it make for better cinema? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't say 17 years later. That's, uh, okay, this is a funny thing I saw. I don't remember who which writers were saying when, when you do a writer's room for film or, or TV or anything like that. Um, you never when you when you're creating your storyboard you never want to go from one scene to another another scene and say and then you want to say therefore or you want to say but you want to have a connective word right so if you say and then there's nothing you could say and then this happened and then this happened right this is a historical recap no 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 you want to say therefore and so that's 17 years there's no therefore there's no but there's nothing that says this happened now and then Therefore, 17 years later, right? You'd have to actually show what's going on in those 17 years. And so I think you'd have to drop the, the 17 years, which is what Peter Jackson did. So yeah, you'd say yes to. Now, what's interesting is he does show things happening in the intervening yeah. Oh, time. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, the important things. Like Gandalf's in Minas Tirith, clearly. 
or we'll find out later, you know, obviously the, the, the first time viewers don't know that that's Mia's Tirith, but, uh, but he, so, so months have to have passed. So it's not like Jackson is saying, and then the next day, <laughs> um, yeah. Jackson is, is, is saying that the time passes, but he doesn't, he just doesn't show anything. Um, right. it, it definitely and, isn't 17 and, years. Yeah. And, and also he captures Gollum in the meantime too. He, uh, he and Aragorn, the, the, yes. he captures Gollum. Aragorn does. Uh, Aragorn does. Yes. Aragorn. Aragorn captures Gollum in the Dead Marshes. Right. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, but that happens in the seventeen years too, and that you know that that doesn't happen. Yep. Let me let me look this up here. So that happens in thirty seventeen. So that's only three years before they go that's off 16. on their missions. Uh, that's sixteen years. No, no, no I, that's three years before they leave on their on the fellowship. So it's three. Okay, isn't it? It's it happens in. Oh wait, wait, no, no, no. In twenty twenty one, they leave. When is when is the uh, now all my years, man, guys. I don't remember the years of all this here. Um, hold on, hold on. I yeah, got we should this have a, a timeline up in front of us. 2018, 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it happens 2018, I believe. is 3018 is when they leave. Yeah, yeah, not 3021, 3018. Yeah. yeah, 3018. Okay, sorry. All these years are weird. I can't remember. All right, so yes, it makes for a better cinema, removing 17 years, which still sounds really weird to me. I, yeah, honestly... <laughs> Well, going back to the last episode, the last uh, change we talked about, uh, I disliked Gandalf not having a white flash more than I disliked them removing 17 years. <laughs> That's funny. It just sounds kind of you, weird, but yeah. You know how I always remember the year The year of the party was, it's 3001, a Hobbit partisy. A Hobbit what a It's a fake word. It's a, <laughs> 3, it's a oh. bad pun. 3001. 3001, a Hobbit partisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> i don't even know what movie you're referring to i've never heard of this 3001 movie i'm joking you're referring to 2001 oh, by stanley Kubrick, space odyssey mm. i know yep. i know thank you thank you which wasn't totally true just like the eugenics wars in star and star trek didn't happen didn't happen all right okay so sorry how much do you like the change on a scale of one to five without a zero uh michael uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I'm I'm in favor of the change. Four point zero flat. Four point zero. Yeah, me too. Um, it doesn't bother me at all whatsoever. It's it's. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going yeah, I'm not like happy about game. it. I don't think it improves. Like like the hot like the we were talking about the the whispering ring when John Carswell was on and stuff. We mm-hmm, I actually think mm-hmm. that makes the ring better. Um, you know that in, in a in a cinematic um, retelling, it's better. This isn't better. It's just, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah I, I think what I found in in, in ranking and rating these things here, Michael, is that um, I am um, much more living on the edges of the extremes than you are uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to me disliking and liking things. Like when it comes to some of the dislikes, I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be dropping down to ones pretty fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's sure. how much we like it. This was a this was a positive week. These episodes of uh, these two changes, party time. And 17 years lost. We, we we found them positive. And I think that 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 follows in how when I first saw the films, I had a much more positive feeling upon leaving the Shire than I did upon leaving, say, Rivendell or Lothlorien. Those were those were dramatic moments of change for me that I didn't appreciate after seeing the Fellowship of the Ring when I first saw the films. Good so point. there you have it, guys. Um, any final thoughts on these changes? Nope. No. We're getting into, okay. we're starting to get into the meat. Um 
But uh, we are going to take a break, as Jonathan mentioned. We are going to go back to Tolkien, back to the books, back to the books, back to the books. <laughs> <laughs> we might do one more episode of Film Changes. We're not quite sure what the schedule holds uh, because we want to get three of us talking about uh, what I think is going to be a, a part of Unfinished Tales. We're not going to go through some of like um, uh, the Narn Ihin Hurin, the Tale of Thorns, the Children of Hurin, uh, because we talked a lot about that in the Silmarillion already, but some stuff that we haven't done yet, uh, which would be really interesting and fun to go through. So I know some of you have been asking for us to get back into actual Tolkien writing, not not complaining about Peter Jackson's movies, which is what some of you think we're doing. We're just talking about the differences. Um, so I'm happy to get back into it too. We'll see that early next year, probably sometime in the middle of January. Uh, but since it's almost next year already, I keep thinking about that because we're recording before Christmas and yet this is published after Christmas. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My brain is off. So it could be like in the next couple of weeks, guys. But uh, we're going to jump into our extended podcast. Uh, we're going to talk more about uh, Frodo and Bilbo sharing a birthday and how that's not portrayed in the films. And if they took 17 years and they tried to add that to the films, what could they have done? What would that have looked like? How do you, how do you execute that? On let's talk about let's let's do it on the small screen, right? On the streaming, because that's kind of where we're going to if they were going to do these kinds of long form things. How do you execute that and still show that 17 years have gone by and make it appropriate? So we're going to check that out in our extended podcast, which you can get to by becoming a member, thewonder.com slash member. First month is free. Uh, it's $4 a month. Or you can become a sponsor like Harrison, Adam, and Lynn, and they, they go above and beyond and help us out even more. So thanks thanks to we them. Love and uh, We love them. We love you all. And goodbye, freeloaders. <laughs>